Praise the Lord. Let's pray before we get into the Word this morning. Father, I do thank you this morning for the Word of God. We thank you for the Holy Spirit, the revealer of this Word. So we thank you that this day, the Spirit of the living God will minister to each ear and they will hear this Word of Almighty God with the intentions of putting it into action in their life. And we thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise God. Turn with me to Big John, the first chapter. Hallelujah. 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 Now this morning I want to talk to you about grace, God's absolute grace. Now a lot of times... You know, I make a statement like that, absolute grace, and people don't understand exactly what I'm saying. I'm saying God's absolute grace has nothing in it but grace. You know, if you have absolute, there is uh, like absolute light. There's not a speck of darkness in it. Absolute grace or God's absolute love, there's not one speck of uh, fear. There's not one speck of doubt. There's not one speck of discontent in God's grace or His love. Amen? John, the first chapter, we'll start in the 11th verse. It said, He, Jesus, came unto His own, and His own received Him not. But as many as received him, gave he the power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name, which were born not of blood, nor the will of the flesh, but nor the will of man, but of God. 14th verse. And the word was made flesh and dwelt among us. We beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father. Full. Say out loud. Full. Now he's full of something. What is he full of? Grace and truth. Now Jesus Christ came into this earth, laid his deity aside, became a man just like me and you. But he had something else. He had the life and nature of his father. He is full of the grace of Almighty God. He said he's full of it. When you get full of something, you ain't got no room for anything else. Jesus didn't come to judge the world. Jesus didn't come to condemn the world. Jesus didn't come to offer you something that helped you uh, 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 live better. Now, a lot of people think that. A lot of people think, well, if I'm not pleasing to God then the blessings of God's not mine. Well, that's what the law is. Jesus was the fulfillment of all the law, hallelujah, that he could come and be full of grace. Grace is God's unconditional love with no conditions in it. No strings attached. See, nothing, praise God, no qualifications. You ain't got to qualify for this. Amen. 
<laughs> you don't know how good I'm preaching. You can't believe how good this is. I wished I'd have heard this when I first got saved. See, when I first got saved, I was going to a Presbyterian church. And you didn't, if you didn't qualify, you wasn't go, you, they didn't preach much blessing anyway. All they preached is you could escape hell. You know, preach a lot of hell. A lot of, a lot of what, you know, judgment of God. How many of you know God's done judged you? You have, he has, we've come to the judge of all and to the spirits of just men made perfect. That's what God thinks of you. You say, well, that ain't the way I think of myself. Well, then you ain't gonna get nothing unless you change your thinking to think like God. Huh? You can't fight God with your mouth. You can't fight God with your actions and get God's blessing. You have to agree with God. Now, if you don't know what God's done for you, you can't agree with Him. Amen? Amen. See, He said, He was full of the grace and truth. Rig said, all of the fullness of His divine love and reality was in Him. I like that. Now, He brought reality. Here it is. This is just the way it is. Unconditional love. God has offered mankind the greatest deal He can give them. He couldn't offer a better uh, 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 deal. He couldn't offer a better covenant. He couldn't offer anything better than He has offered. Unconditional love with no strings attached, with no qualification. You don't even have to qualify for it. Why? Because Jesus qualified for you. That's why you can have so much praise for Him. That's why you can have a party all night long. That's why you can jump and shout. That's why you can sing the praises of Almighty God instead of having to sing some poor me thing and put every blessing you got off until you get into heaven. Bless God, you've already been translated out of the kingdom of darkness into the very kingdom of Almighty God. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Grace is God's unconditional love. It's God's unconditional favor with no strings attached. No condition in it. Do you know grace don't have one condition? You know all God requires you to know about grace is that you believe in it. Well, Brother Sullivan, that's hard to believe. No, it ain't if you know the love of God. You know, God's all love, 100% love. He ain't got no hate in Him. Amen? Amen. Say, well, he, he, He's got judgment. Yeah, He's done judged you. He judged you according to what the death, burial, and the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. He's already made you a favorite. At 14th verse, Rotterdam translation, said he was full of favor and truth. He's full of favor. That's what that denominational people say, grace is God's unconditional favor. Well, that's right. But they don't understand. He, God was full of favor in Christ. He is full of favor, full of truth. Hallelujah. Full of it. You know, if you get full of something, Ain't no room for anything else. Amen. 
John 1, 16. And of his fullness, whatever he's full of, have we all received, and grace for grace. And of his fullness have we all received, see, and grace for grace. One translation said, from all that is in him. Whatever's in him, he's done bestowed it on you. All that was in him. What? All the love he's got. He don't have one speck of hate. Or he don't have one speck uh, 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 of disliking you. You're a favorite. See, while I was yet a sinner, he died for me. See, he's already made you that. He's already completed the work. See, we need to understand Jesus has already finished the work. It's finished. He don't have to do anything else to make you a favorite with Almighty God. He don't have to do anything else. And guess what? You don't have to do anything to qualify for the favor. Well, if I do this, if I do that, if I pray long enough, if I pay my tithe, well, if I witness, if I read my Bible every day, huh? See, we've been taught that. That don't qualify for you for nothing. Jesus is the only one qualified you. For what? The grace of God, the unconditional love. You done been qualified. Only way you can be disqualified if Jesus disqualifies you. He made the deal. You didn't make it. God the Father didn't make the deal. Jesus made the deal. He made the deal for you and he made the deal for God the Father. He stood in as the Lamb of God and as the Son of Man. Now we're back together. God can show you the unconditional love. Well, how is he going to do it? You're going to have to trust him for it. That's all required. He said, by faith we get into the grace wherein we stand. Well, how, how do I have faith? Well, he's done give you faith. Amen. You got to measure the God kind of faith. What will it do? Well, just to start agreeing with him with your mouth. I got the grace of God. I got the unconditional love of Almighty God. I am a spokesman for the kingdom of God. I am an ambassador. I say what God says and I have what God says. I got unconditional love extended to me. That 16th verse said of his fullness, of whatever he's full of, whatever Jesus is full of, we have all received in grace for grace. 20th century said, we have received gift after gift of love. Gift after gift of love. Not judgment when you fail. I don't know, I don't know, but I, I tell you what. I guess I'm the only one ever fail. Well, I'm telling you right. Now listen to me. That's good news to me. I don't have to worry about failure. I don't have to worry about missing it. I don't have to, to worry, oh, I'm afraid I'll do something wrong. Do you know, you ever heard people that don't understand the Bible pray, dear Lord, forgive me of all my sin. Forgive me of even them sins I don't know about. You ever heard that? Well, if you do something wrong, you know it. See, people are scared, 
scared they're going to do something wrong, God will be ple- uh, won't be pleased with them. Well, if I do something wrong, I got 1 John 1, 9, I confess it and head on. I ain't looking at that. Why? Because Jesus is standing for me. While I was a heathen, he stood for me. Hallelujah. He's raised me up to sit together in heavenly places. And if I miss it, he ain't going to send me back down. Well, you just get on down. Go on to hell. I heard a fellow on TV yesterday preaching on the grace of God. He said, God put the grace of grace in where we could keep from going to hell. No, he didn't. He said, he'll, he'll take the grace away one day and the dispensation of grace will gone, and the people will just plunge into hell. That ain't good news, folks. And that ain't the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. He put the grace of God in him because that's always been what he wanted to do. But he got to do it through Jesus Christ and Jesus Christ paid for everything it takes to give you the unconditional love of God. He's unpaid for absolute grace. Hallelujah. No judgment even when you fail. Now how can that be? You hear preachers all talking about it. Well, you'll have to pay for your sin. Oh, Jesus didn't pay for them? Yeah, but that's past sins, you know. No, that's past, present, future. Your sin, do you know the love of God's on, your, on every one of your victories tomorrow? Do you know the love of God's on every one of your failures tomorrow? My, 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 what a God we got. What a God that loves us so much that he gave the best of himself. Amen. He has given us gift after gift of love, good speed, blessing after blessing, blessing after blessing. You know, he could have put cursing after cursing, judgment after judgment. Huh? You've got to qualify to get these blessings. No, you didn't even qualify. While you was yet a sinner, Jesus qualified you. <laughs> While you was a heathen. Amplified Bible. Now listen to this. Goodspeed said, blessing after blessing. Amplified said, for out of his fullness, his abundance, we all received. All had a share. All had a share and we were all supplied with one grace after another. And spiritual upon spiritual blessing, every favor upon favor, and gift heaped upon gift. All is fullness, grace after grace. I like this spiritual blessing. See, it meant more than just regular blessing. Spiritual blessing upon spiritual blessing. Every favor upon, not only physical blessing, but spiritual blessing. I mean, everything God's got, he's given it to us. Amen. Now you're an heir of God and an equal heir with the master. Amen. Raise you up what? Well, that exalts man. No, Jesus exalted man. Well, I don't like some of that teaching. Well, I know it. You don't like what God's done for you. You afraid you're going you gonna to get puffed up? No. This ain't, you ain't done nothing. Now, if you'd have worked, 
If you see, he said, by grace you say through faith and that not yourself's gift to God, not of works, lest any man could boast. Well, look what I've done for God. You know, folks always talking about we need to do something for God. God don't need nothing. He don't need a thing. He's got plenty. Huh? Well, we got to do this for God and we've got to do it. No, we ain't got to do nothing for God. Bless God. We get to walk with Him, be heirs with Him, enjoy the love of God, His unconditional love, walk free from the fear of sin, walk free from the fear of failure. Well, sometimes I just know I ain't pleasing to God. How come you ain't? Now think just a minute, think. If you ain't pleasing to God, it must be because you done done something wrong. You doing something wrong ain't gonna change God. God has only one thing, absolute, unconditional love for you. And ain't nothing you can do about it, just God's in love. Listen, I can't help it. If you don't like it, he's still in love. Well, I don't feel worthy. Well, you know, the Bible don't teach you, now go how you feel. You know, he said over Malachi, said, I am the Lord your God. said, I don't change. When you do something wrong, God don't get mad. When you do something good, God don't just rejoice. Oh my God, they finally done a little something good. Well, ain't that wonderful? They've done a little something, isn't that wonderful? They've done a little something good. What'd they do? Well, they finally give a cup of cold water in my name. You know, folks, all, that's Old Testament junk. That's Old Testament that no one... Listen, if there's an Old Testament, God had to make a New Testament. If the first one was in account, He wouldn't have had to make another one. It didn't work. They couldn't keep the law. They failed. They had to present themselves before the high priest once every year and admit, I'm an old sinner. We brought that out of Old Testament, put it over here on, on born again man. And preachers always preaching about, well, we're just old sinners saved by grace. See, everyone here has heard that trash. See, that fellow at, at, at first, first thought that up and told it. He ought to be whooped about three times a day with a dead armadillo. Been dead on the side of the road three days in the hot August sunshine. Amen. That's a pitiful thing. See, that runs, that stops you from operating where God wants you to do. You can't do something with God if you think, I'm not pleasing to God. Well... You know, Brother Sullen, I don't go to church regular. Well, what do you want me to do about it? I can't make you do it. That's your decision. Well, you know, I don't tithe regular. Well, what do you want me to do? Take a pistol and go around the folks? Are you tired? Goog you in the head? Huh? See, that's, uh, that's law. You're not under law. Jesus didn't annihilate the law. He fulfilled it. So therefore, there's no law. We're not under. Said that thing was a schoolmaster to teach you what sin was. God don't want you sin conscious. He wants you sun conscious. He wants you righteousness conscious. Got a right standing with God. Yeah, well, I don't know how come you do. 
Well, I know you. I know your old mouth. I know what you said. I know what you've done. Well, that old man died. Yeah, but I know you since you've been saved and you missed it. Guess what? God looked over there and he seen the blood and the blood speaking better things than, than justice. Speaking better things. What's my standing with God? Jesus Christ. I stand before him pure, holy, sanctified. Why? See, he's already judged me. He's already judged me. He said, you've come to the spirits of just men made perfect by Jesus Christ. God sees you perfect. Well, I don't see myself perfect. Well, let me tell you, you ain't going to mount to a hill of beans if you don't see yourself like God sees you. Some religious guy done told you what an old heathen you was. What an old sinner you was. How you hadn't pleased God. Why, that's junk. That's bunk and baloney. I don't know any other. That's wrong. That's pitiful. That is not new covenant. You're well pleasing. You got unconditional, absolute grace extended to you through Jesus Christ. Do you think for one minute you can act good, bad, decide, do anything that'll make you more pleasing than what Jesus did? If you do, your bread ain't done. Do you know that? Amen. Your cheese doesn't slit off your cracker if you think that. Amen. You're well pleasing. Well, why am I well pleasing? Because of Jesus. Unconditional. Now listen to this again. Amplified. For out of his fullness, his abundance, we all received. All had a share, and we're all supplied with one grace after another, spiritual upon spiritual blessing. Hallelujah. Every favor upon favor, and every gift heaped upon gift. That's spiritual blessing. I mean, you bless coming in and going out. You the head and not the tail. Hallelujah. You're more than a conqueror. You ain't the one getting conquered. You're more than, more than. It don't matter what. Let me tell you something. A lot of people this Christmas won't have enough to even buy their kids something because they don't realize all that the Father has is mine. We are unconditionally blessed by Almighty God. Favor upon favor, gift upon gift, grace upon grace, favor, favor, unconditional love heaped upon the unconditional love. Absolute. Not one speck of you having to qualify in this. Jesus done qualified you. Hallelujah. Well, what is this grace I'm talking about? Grace is God, now listen to this, blessing you with everything he can think of. Grace is God blessing you with everything he can't think of no more. He does not have sense enough to think up more than he's already thought up for you. He said throughout eternity, bless God, he's going to show you how much he loves you. What do you think? He's going to be sitting around on one of them clouds with a with a, a harp twiddling your fingers, huh? Playing the old rugged cross. 
He liable to have you singing there's a party going on. Hallelujah. He's brought me back. Bless God. Hallelujah. Unconditional love. Love that does not have one bit of hate in it. One bit of judgment. One condition that you have to meet. Not one qualification for it all to be yours. How am I going to get it? Just believing it's yours. Just, just so ignorant that you don't have no better sense than to believe Almighty God. God is giving you grace upon grace. Grace is God blessing you with everything He can think of. Spiritual and physical. You know He's done give you the Spirit of God? You can't get no better than that. See, He told them in Galatians 3.13, Christ redeemed you from the curse. Being made a curse for you, for it's written, curse everyone that hang on the tree. That, the blessing. See, He became the curse. Old Testament, He said, Deuteronomy 30 said, I set before you Old Testament, Old Testament, Old Testament. Now, you, they were not born again. They had to please God. They had to do things under the law to please God to keep their covenant intact. He said, I set before you blessing and cursing. He said, this day, I'm setting before you blessing, cursing. Here they are. He said, choose the blessing. Choose the blessing. He told them, choose the blessing. Now, if you bless, hallelujah, you have to do things to qualify to get this. You have to sacrifice this. You have to live a certain way. You have to do all these things to qualify for the blessing. Under the new covenant, Jesus became a curse. He took all the law, the curse out of the way. Now the blessing's yours, the unconditional love. It ain't nothing you have to do to qualify. He's done qualified you. See, the law is you getting you qualifying yourself. Grace is God qualifying you. Amen. Amen. Hold your finger there in, in John and turn over to Ephesians, the third chapter. Second Corinthians, Galatians, and Ephesians, the third chapter. Hallelujah. Ephesians 3.20 Now unto him that's able to do do what's he going to do? Exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think. More than you need to ask or think. What's he going to do? Now unto him that's able to do exceedingly abundantly above all we can ask or think according to the power working in us. Praise God. Good speed said unutterably more. You can't utter more than he's done made you. Now listen to him. him that's able to do exceedingly abundantly above all we ask or think. Good speech said unutterably more than. He can't, you can't utter more than he has given you. Knox said beyond all our hopes and dreams. More than you can even hope or more than you can even dream. How can he do that? He done it in Christ. Jesus Christ satisfied the claims of judge, uh, judgment against us. He satisfied. 
He satisfied the heart of God. Amen? For God so loved the heathen, the world, that he gave. He paid for the fall of man. He paid for every sin. He paid for sickness. He paid for failure. He paid for hate. He paid for disappointment. Bless God, he's done paid for it that you can realize I got absolute love, I got absolute grace, and there's not a speck of me failing in it. Praise God, hallelujah. 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 John 1, y'all back over there, John 1, 17, 16, of fullness we've received, grace, grace, 17 verse. For the law, you trying to please God, you trying to qualify, for the law was given by Moses, but grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Law is your works. Grace is God's works. Hallelujah. Every good gift and every perfect gift comes down from the Father of lights. And with him's no variableness, neither any shadow of a turning. Every good gift. Someone said, well, the Lord put that on me to teach me something. Well, if it ain't good, he didn't. How many of you ever heard of a good cancer? Oh, it's a wonderful cancer he put on me. Oh, it's just eating me alive. See, when the truth's light shed on something like that, you laugh. Say, that's ignorant, ain't it? Oh, he put the nicest heart attack on me. Oh, it's just taught me so much. Oh, I'm just crippled up with this arthritis. How come God's trying to teach me? Said, Ever good gift. Is that good? Being broke, is that good? Not having something to give your children for Christmas, is that good? Something you want to give your old uncle? Don't have the money to do it. That ain't good. Every good gift comes from my God. What's the good gift? Grace of God is His absolute grace. Absolute, unconditional love. That's already mine. I didn't even qualify it. By grace you were saved through faith. And that not yourselves, gift of God. Not of works, lest any man should boast. Praise God. Let me read that. 16th verse out of the Amplified again. See, every good gift. Amplified said, For of his fullness, his abundance, we all received. All had a share in. And we were all supplied with one grace after another, spiritual upon spiritual blessing, every favor upon favor, and every gift heaped upon gift. I mean, he's going to bless you coming in and bless you going out. You're going to be the head on, on all this thing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. In Deuteronomy, the 30th chapter, he talks about he set before them Old Testament folks uh, a blessing and cursing. Well, he didn't set nothing like that before you. All he set before you is blessing. Now, if you would receive it by faith, you can have it. If you'll believe what he's did, see. The broken law brought the curse. Your failure, your failure to keep the law kept, kept, see, the law told you what was sin. 
Well, let me tell you something. I don't care what the sin was. Jesus, while I was yet a sinner, he died for me. See, he was made sin for us who knew no sin that we could be made the very righteousness and holiness of God. Well, Brother Sullen, that sounds too good to be true. Well, it sure is, but it's still true. If you don't receive it like that, you ain't going to receive from God. You're going to be running around trying to please God some kind of way. And Jesus done made you pleasing. Turn back to, to, to uh, Romans, the fourth chapter. Turn over there. Romans, the fourth chapter. Praise God. Hallelujah. Romans, the fourth chapter and the 15th verse. You know, I found this verse about a year ago and been preaching on it ever since. Fourth chapter and the 15th verse. Because the law worketh wrath. You want some wrath on you? That's called judgment. How would you like to have the wrath of God on you? Huh? God don't just know how to kill you. He knows how to put balls. He knows how to put everything on you, rob you and do everything you want. The law brought that. How come? If you didn't please God, then, then you were under the law. And the curse came. Now listen to him. Jesus took your curse because the law worketh wrath, for where no law is, there is no transgression. Ain't nothing you can do about it. There ain't no law now. He done away with the law. He fulfilled the law. He fulfilled all the claims of the law Everything that you had broke, every law, every law, every sin, everything, he took upon himself, hallelujah, he took all your sin, annihilated all your sin, he took all your account in your account book, nailed it to the cross, and you ain't even got a count of sin no more. You can't open one up neither. Well, since I've been saved, I've, well, I don't care nothing about that. See, when a fellow knows the Word of God, when he's sin, he runs to God. He don't run from God. He runs to God. Father, forgive me, and heads on. Don't even forgets it. Why? Blood's already handled it. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Let me read you a translation of that verse. Author S. Way. Now listen to this. The effects of the law. Now listen to this real close. This is excellent. The effects of the law is anger, anger of the lawmaker, God, against the lawbreaker. Now what is this law? It's anger against the lawbreaker. God's mad at you. You ever heard preachers say, God's mad at sin? My mama was one this Pentecost. And they talked more about sin than they did about getting saved. And she said, you know, said God hates you. Yeah, I believe he does. Every time I've done something wrong, failed, run over something, got drunk, done it, whatever. She said, God hates you. Said you, you know, God hates sin and you are sin manifested in the flesh. You know, one time I run up a telegram pole and put all the lights out in Mermill Heights, knocked two transformers down. She said, God liked to got you. Well, I got to thinking, he didn't get me. 
He wasn't trying to get me. See, now listen to this again. Now what's the law? The effects of the law is anger of the lawmaker, God, against the lawbreaker. Barclay finishes that up, but said, where there's no law exists, there can be no such thing as a breach of the law. You can't break the law if it ain't one. Up in Montana, they don't have a speed limit. You can't get arrested going 100 miles an hour. I mean, if you can, if you can go 200, ain't no law. God will never arrest you for any failure you've done. God will never be angry at you for what you've done. God don't change. He don't get mad when things go wrong and happy. He said, I'm the Lord thy God. I change not. I don't change. I don't ever change. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. What was that song? And he don't ever change. Let God be God, for God don't ever change. Well, we ought to believe that. We ought to sing that. Get that to think God don't change. He's always in love. He's always got grace upon grace, favor upon favor, gift after gift, spiritual blessing and physical blessing upon blessing. Everything I got, he said, it's my good pleasure, my good pleasure. Give you the kingdom. I want to give it to you. Well, I don't deserve it. Mama said. Well, Mama didn't know. Amen? Amen. Well, my grandma, she went to church all alive and she told me about how God hates sin. Well, Granny didn't know. She didn't know. Don't ain't no use getting mad at her. She didn't hear no teaching. All she heard is hell awaits. Kind of like Jonathan Edwards. They, they still preaching his old sermon back in the 1700s. What a terrible thing to fall in the hands of an angry God. He said he'd preach that and folks would claw into the, uh, 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 into the pews and their fingernails would just be broken off and just scared to death and said he'd call for an all elder call and folks would just run down there and afraid they're just going to fall off in hell in any minute. Well, if you preach that kind of junk, all you got is a bunch of scared Christians. You ain't got nothing. You ain't got nothing. Bunch of scared Christians. Well, I missed hell. I missed hell. I didn't go to hell. I was going. But Brother John, why, that, that fella, he ought to have got the armadillo whooping. Amen. Amen. What, an ang- what a terrible thing to fall in the hands of an angry God. Yeah, it would be, but I done fell in the arms of love. I done fell in the arms of love. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Ain't nobody can get me out. Said, no man get me out of this thing. I'm there. Hallelujah. Yeah, but if you do wrong, God will be upset. God ain't going to never get upset. He believed Jesus handled every upset and failure you could ever have. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. The law keeps folks sin conscious. You want me to read that again? Law brings wrath, anger. Listen away. Effects of the law is anger of the lawgiver against the lawbreaker. That's what the law does. Well, you broke the law. Jesus stepped forward and took all your broken law. Every law you broke, he took it. He was made sin for us who knew no sin, that you could become righteous and holy. 
sanctified. You stand before God pure and holy. Praise God, praise God, praise God. Turn with me, if you will, to Hebrews, the ninth chapter. Y'all get anything out of this? Hallelujah. See, God wants your conscience. You know what your conscience is? What you really think about yourself. Ninth chapter, 11th verse. But Christ, being a high priest of good things, not of judgment, not of wrath, of good things that come by a greater and more perfect tabernacle, not made with hands, that is to say, not of this building, neither by the blood of goats and calves. Old Testament. Old Testament sacrifice. They had to put blood of goats, calves, animals, come bring it to the high priest. He would cover their sin, sprinkle it on the mercy seat. God would extend mercy for one year. Jesus came, said he didn't have to go but once. Now listen to him. Neither by the blood of goats and calves, but by his own blood he entered in. Once every year? No, once into the holy place. What did he do? Obtained eternal redemption for us. 14th verse. Now here's what he wants you to think. Being he has done obtained this, being he has already extended grace, being he has already handled the sin problem, being he's already made you a favorite, being that he has given you grace upon grace, now, 14th verse, how much more shall the blood of Christ through the eternal spirit offer himself without spot to God? Do what? Purge your conscience from dead works to serve the living God. He wants your conscience purged. Do you know that? He wants you purged. Get that junk out of your head. Get sin out of your head. Get failure out of your head. I cannot be a failure. He has made me what? More than a conqueror. Thanks be unto God who always causes me to what? Triumph. See, praise God. I can do all things through Christ. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Now listen to him. 14th verse again. How much more shall the blood of Christ, what Jesus did for us, who through the eternal spirit offer himself without spot to God, purge your conscience from dead works. You trying to please God. Dead works. Not by works of righteousness we have done, but by his own blood he sanctified us. See, 15th verse. He said, and for this cause... He's the mediator of what? New Testament. Not Old Testament. Not by the blood of goats and calves, but by his own blood. By means of death, for the redemption of the transgressions that were under the first testament. He annihilated the sin problem. They which are called might receive the promise of, e of eternal inheritance. Praise God. Praise God. Jesus' blood guarantees... Absolute grace. Absolute favor. Absolute. You know, this time of year, you remember when the angels came and announced Jesus is coming? He's born in Bethlehem. They got to singing. There's a party going on. You know what they got to singing? I mean, some good news. Peace on earth, good, 
goodwill towards men now. He's over there in Bethlehem. There he is, goodwill. There he is, grace. There he is, favor, the gift of God. I'm going to give you something that will annihilate your thinking. Get that old stinking thinking out and think like God. I have made you a favorite with me unconditionally. No qualifications. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. See, Hebrews 7, 22 said, Jesus made a surety or a guarantee of this grace. He's guaranteed. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Turn with me, if you will, to the uh, sixth chapter of Romans. See, Jesus done something. Sixth chapter of Romans. Look in the third verse. When you get it, shout amen. amen. Sixth chapter, third verse. Know ye not, well, most Christians don't, that so many of us who were baptized into Jesus Christ were baptized unto his death. Now keep that in mind. You died with Christ. He died for you. In him you died. Fourth verse, therefore we're buried with him in baptism, like as Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we should walk in the newness of life. Sixth verse, knowing this, the old man, knowing this, that our old man was crucified with him, that the body of sin might be destroyed, that henceforth we should not serve sin. For he that's dead, he that's dead is free from sin. You died with Christ. See, when you accepted Jesus Christ, something happened to you. The old man you was, God blew him out of there and brought you a new man. You're a new creation. Any man be in Christ, he is a new creation. Made by God, complete in God, well-pleasing to God, the grace of God, the favor of God, all the gifts, everything God can give. He's my favorite son. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Seventh verse. He that's dead is free from sin. Fourteenth verse. For sin shall not have dominion over you. How come? Fourteenth verse. Sin shall not have dominion over you, for you're not under the law, but under grace. What is the law? You trying to please God. You trying to qualify. You trying to do the best you can. Oh, I'm trying to do the best I can. I'm trying to live just right. I'm just trying to do all I can. I don't want God to be pleased with me. He said he's well pleasing because of Jesus. You can shut up your old squalling and bawling and slang and snot and everything else. Oh, that's me. You ever got around folks who got altars in a church? Get them down there squalling and bawling? <laughs> and go to slinging an old handkerchief. Oh, I'm so sorry. What have you done? Well, I don't know, but I've done something. You know, I'm just asking God to forgive me of them sins I don't even know I committed. Why, you must be a numbskull. If you've done something wrong, you know it. Well, what am I doing if I did? Well, confess and head on. Don't even think about it. Forget it. Blood of Jesus paid for it. 
He wants your righteousness conscience. He wants your conscience clean from dead works, the law. You qualify and all that. He wants you to know I've got absolute unconditional love for you and ain't nothing can stop it. All hell can assail. But I'm in love. I'm in love with you. Huh? world got better sense than Christian. I'm in love with you, dungaree and red-checked shape. You say, how come you sing some old world? Where you can get your thinking right? If the world realizes that, man, I'm in love with you. Praise God, your old blue jean, red check. I don't care what you're wearing. Bless God, I'm crazy about you. When I proposed to Brenda, she said, I, I told her I was gonna, I'd, I'd give her this and I'm going to give you all that. She said, I, I, I want you to give me enough where I can get accustomed to what I want. I said, all right. Hallelujah. Not accustomed to what I have. God wants to give you all he's got. He wants you to think like Jesus. Huh? He wants you to think like Jesus. All that the Father has is mine. You know, Jesus, when he run around this earth, he was rich. You say he had a hundred head of camel? No. He had ten rent houses? No. But anything come up, he had it ready. He had more than enough. And then he says, I'm going to make you an heir of God and an equal heir with the Lord Jesus Christ. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. So, we know that when you take communion, he said, Jesus said before he went to the cross, he said, I'm going to drink this bitter cup. So he went through death that he might destroy him that had the power of death. That is the devil. Praise God. Praise God. So Jesus Christ met all your conditions for you to qualify. Well, I'm trying to do the best I can. Well, you done failed. He's done done it. He's done met your conditions. He's done qualified you. He's done made you a favorite. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In Romans, the 16th chapter, in 1 Corinthians, the first chapter, I'm going to read it out of the Amplified before we close. It said, The grace, blessing, and favor of the Lord Jesus Christ, the Messiah, be with all the saints, not half of them, not them that's just doing just right, all the saints, God's holy people, those set apart for God to be, as it were, exclusively His. Amen. So let it be. Let her be, boys. Let it be. I intend to walk in the grace of God. Let it be. Let it be. Don't stop it by thinking you're a failure. Don't stop it by you trying to please God. Kick, kick, it in, kick that grace in by knowing you're already pleasing to God. That God don't have nothing but unconditional love for me. Praise God. Stand up on your feet. Hallelujah.